JT Smith for the front office news. Got a special guest today, my man, my OG, a man, Danny Sellers, Bearcat legend, CFL legend, NFL legend. I ain't on NFL. Cup of coffee. <laughs> hey, you got to do some stuff a lot of people haven't done, so I respect <laughs> it, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, but I'm happy to have you here, man. So. Yeah, man. I, I'm, you know, being down here in Dallas, it's it's always good to get a get a piece of Cincinnati, man, in the Midwest. You know, Griffo's and and uh, uh, you know, Hudipole beers. You know, I feel like you know anything I can get that reminds me of home. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm happy down here with my wife and my happy life. But yeah, definitely uh, miss uh, covering the the Bearcats, uh, Cincinnati Herald, and uh, WSAI when when John Arena and I were were uh, on the radio doing the post game shows those were great times and really didn't realize what I had uh, but I think I'm I think I'm gonna you know take a shot at uh, you know covering the bear the Bearcats um, you know from here back okay. with Harold next year and um, you know get involved with local with with you know great publications and outlets like yourself. So uh, it's just very hard not to to really have a say. So right now, my broadcast post, as you know, is the uh, <laughs> Facebook Herald. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. You you let everybody know how you feel on there too. I do so I, like... <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm the editor in chief. So All right. <laughs> I feel you. I, I feel you on that. <laughs> Ain't nobody veto anything on that. Right. Absolutely. Uh, but I'm happy to have you, man. We're going to have you on here, at least for some football uh, podcast for sure, man. We definitely yeah, your expertise. I, yes, absolutely. Say what you feel out here. Yeah, I, I mean, I just want to say, man, I watched you grow and, and been following you since I first met you in the press box. And uh, I think that you are, uh, you know, you're really, you know, focused in on, you know, what you need to to be a strong reporter, broadcaster, and opinionated, um, soon to be celebrity. So oh, man, I appreciate thank you for it, allowing me on. And, you know, I'm one of your biggest fans. Appreciate it, Danny, for sure, Absolutely. man. Greatly appreciate that. So, yeah, man, we'll get into it, man. We'll get let's into do it. it. Let's, let's do it. So, it. Let's talk about the thrashing of Memphis on Saturday. Mm -hmm. They beat them 49-10, a team that scored over 38 points. The Bearcats held to 10 points. Hell, under season averages all across the board, man. What what impressed you about that game? I, I mean, it's been the front. Everybody talks about the, the 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 defensive backs, which I think there are at least two pros in that group. Uh, but the front seven is very dynamic, and, and I'm not just talking about seven guys. I'm talking about all the guys that rotate in. Um, you know, your Terrell White. Uh, you know. Um, Maji Sanders, Man, yeah. uh, you know, he's a beast out of Jacksonville, yeah, um, right. you know, uh, then you got, I call it the North Bend connection. You got, you know, like I said, uh, White and um, uh, what's the other kid? Uh, um, the other. Uh, is it uh, Van? Uh, no, no, James. Uh, is it James Wiggins? No, no. no. You're thinking of uh, Daniel Beavers. 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 Yes, he's yep. at Coleraine. That's the North yep. Bend yep. connection. Those boys are nasty. 
and and they understand what they're doing both in the running game and in the passing game. So I think that, you know, uh, when I looked at that game, I always felt confident that the defense was going to, you know, make the right plays to to slow Memphis down. And I can't tell you how many times in my mind I said that was a coverage sack or that was a coverage hurry or that play was caused by the coverage because he had nowhere to go. He had to run out of bounds or throw it away. Um, and, and when you have that kind of a defense that has all three levels, pass, rush, run, run, um, stopping the run, and also your defensive backs are, are very aggressive and you're able to do man-to-man and, and bring more men than they can block, more men than they can block, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be successful not only in the passing game, but in the running game. So I just look, you know, I, I, I like, I said, you know, my favorite is, is, is the boy from LaSalle always have liked him, you know, undersized guy, but he brings the wood and my Jay Sanders. I mean, he's an NFL guy. I, I can't believe he's up to 258. I remember when they recruited him, I was like, how in the heck, is this guy gonna survive on a collegiate level, dude? Right, that's crazy. And and he doesn't even look two fifty eight. So no, just imagine no. if he gets to two seventy or two sixty five, what a nightmare he's gonna be. Because I think speaking uh, on know. that, speaking of the my J Sanders thing, I remember I um I went to a practice and um I was talking to people on the sideline. They're like, you know, this kid picked up like. 25 30 pounds since he got here <laughs> and i was like oh yeah he he, he looked apart though you see him six five right. working with him on the side with his hands i'm like oh yeah he's gonna be somebody make some noise and boom yeah now we're here yeah no he i mean i, I see those pros on that on that uh you know, on that defense and um you know uh there you know obviously we got the two corners and the safety that i think will get a shot you know i think i think kobe will get a shot you know somewhere yeah. May not get drafted, but um, but for for sure, Sauce is gonna get it done. You know, Gardner is, you know, I seen this skinny tail out there <laughs> the first year, and um, you know, I, I just he reminded me of, of a guy we had uh, back in the day, um, uh, Terry Noble, who ended up playing with me in the CFL. I he could have weighed one forty five, <laughs> but you know, he, he had so much technique and so much confidence. You know, so. Um, you know, I, but his size is just amazing for him. Though he's like a young, he's like a Richard Sherman. You know, yeah, <laughs> young yeah, Richard yeah. Sherman when he, when he was able to move around before he got injured. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's you know he's a pro. Uh, you know, I like big Elijah. I told yeah. you day one. You know, he may get a shot, and you know the way he moves and the way he dominates, especially against Army. And, you know, an Army is yeah. ridiculous uh, for their their blocking techniques. And he was moving through them like it was, you know, hot butter. So, yeah, sure. um, you know, then, you know, the safety, you know, Derek Forrest is a good good player. And then Bush is a great nickel guy. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I just, they're very solid. And then it seems as if their backups are, are even solid. And then, yep. you know, they kind of, they got so much depth from that recruiting. Yep. Yeah. yeah recruiting is crazy. Who's your favorite guy? A favorite? Oh, man, it's tough. Because... Man, I'm gonna go with Fo- I like Forrest, man. Forrest, Derek Forrest, and yes. I'll say Jarrell White. But Derek yeah. Forrest, he's so solid. Cause like last year, he had to do more because Wiggins got hurt. Yeah. And um, you know, you know, my man Hicks, he came in and did a heck of a job being a sophomore, you know, yeah. thrown into the water. And then um, but he just played so solid because the year before he was more, he was a more like down on the on the block, not 
kind of like the pseudo linebacker guy, I felt like, right. when he was a sophomore. Right. But this year, right. he, last year, he had to kind of play center field, and he played some plays, and he barely, he barely missed tackles. Yeah. Open one-on-one, he's pretty much going to get you no matter what. So, right. like, he's just solid, man. He's a solid kid. So, I like his game a lot. I, I think that's the, the biggest single improvement on this football team has been the defensive back play. You know, um, I was at the – I was down here at the Houston game, and they were running by those corners and safeties like they were, you know, had cement boots on. I just <laughs> couldn't understand how bad their technique was. And so I was very leery about that coming into the game uh, with with minus Wiggins and, and Gardner. Uh, and to, at, for a man, every every one of the five starters have gotten better, even yeah. even uh, Wiggins and, uh, you know, uh, the sauce man, you know, which <laughs> I think are hands down third, you know, at least uh, third round draft choices. And, and Gardner has another year. Uh, if he has another year like he's having another well. A, second half of the season as he's having right now and in a year like that he, he may be a one or two guy yeah, you know yeah, second round guy and yeah, uh, what yeah. it reminds me of and I don't know if you remember the Big East teams that were winning Big East championships where you had yeah. legitimate pro guys who went on yeah. to have good pro careers because uh, yeah, they were yeah. developed well and I think Fick is really uh, you know sold on developing these players and that's what that's what we're seeing you know, yeah. first time since uh, the Big East days. Yeah, accurate, very accurate. So we're gonna switch switch gears. We're gonna talk a little bit about the offense. So, um, you know, they've been putting up some points the last few weeks, pretty much all season. But the last mm-hmm. few weeks has looked very good, looked very dynamic. Um, I like how they looked on offense, just finally hitting a deep ball. Um, what did you see? Because I mean, we know the Bearcats with the defense they have. They offense can get chunk plays. I think they're they're in business. Well, well, I think this is what I said. I may even said it to you. I said I know I said it online, and everybody understood what I was saying uh, when when uh, the first couple of games where you know again we probably should have beat Army by another three or four touchdowns. Yeah, definitely. And and same with the next team, and you know yeah that's, yeah you that, you that for sure yeah yeah for sure for sure so uh, and. and what I saw, what and this is what I see in Desmond Ritter. This is why I've been hard on him. I see a guy who is standing over a five foot putt to win the the uh, Masters. Mm. If you you know he 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 sometimes doesn't have the confidence to you know knock down that three. If I keep giving these. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so so I thought, I thought whatever <laughs> happened during that bye week was the best thing, and I said that. And I said the other thing that needed to happen for him is he needs to get his comfort zone. And what they did the prior game was run him. I saw him give up more running opportunities where clearly the defensive end was, you know, behind the tackle mm. before he got the ball, before he handed the ball off. And, uh, I mean, like, so far down the line – that he could have walked to a first down. Mm-hmm. And so I think the combination of two things, um, as I as I look back on the game, is the first uh first of the two games that he back to has back to back um all conference honor, I mean uh, player of the game, player of the week conference yep. honors, they ran him. You know, if yep. I look at uh let me look it up. I mean, if I look at his uh his rushing, 
if I'm not mistaken, he's like 20 yards behind the starting running backs, and that's yeah. Jared Dokes. So, yeah, Jared Dokes has 354 yards rushing on 80 attempts. And if I if I do my math, that's about uh, 4.5 yards a carry. Yeah. And this kid only running the ball two games. Because remember, the first two games, he was not running the ball. He yeah, did he not. And so, uh, and you really, you know, it's been, he's played five games, but in two games, you know, as far as running the ball, he's running the ball for 334 yards. And, you know, that's yeah. that's 10 yards a clip, you know, on, on 33 carries. And so I, I think, you know, what, what coach realized was he had to get this kid uh, comfortable. Yeah. And, you know, I think they worked on the, the run pass option or, or the, uh, uh, the, the, you know, the fullback option, whatever they call it. Uh, and he was able to build his confidence yeah. on that in that second game, and I think brilliantly um, going against everything that uh, you know slowing the game down is. He threw the ball the first ten plays, fifteen plays of the game. I can't remember exactly how many times. Yeah. Which you know, obviously, if it's incomplete, then, then they stop the clock. But what what I saw was a snap in his arm. I saw uh, the clarity of his decision making, mm-hmm. and uh, and it seemed like he, he, you know, his attitude running back to the bench after they scored. And you know, I just thought that coach played a a very significant part in his success in those last two games by just monitoring what this kid needed and and giving it to him, and yeah. and, and uh, you know. In, in terms of confidence, so for sure, yeah, I mean, he killed it the last two weeks, man. I mean, killed it, man, killed it. I mean, you couldn't ask for. I mean, for somebody, that, you know, his back might have been against the wall. You know, yeah, Brian was, you know, you know, Brian's healthy the game before. You know, who, who knows? I mean, he had three turnovers, and then boom, he came in the toughest game on the road. Hadn't had a road game all year. Yeah. You know, top twenty-five team, and they dominated him. I mean, it was because of his legs, and then absolutely. Then his arm, then his arm shined against Memphis. I mean, now what do you do? He plays like that. Yeah. I mean, what do teams do with uh, with those weapons, those tight ends, man? It's crazy. Right. And Especially, I mean, speaking of weapons, look at those receivers, man. Man. <laughs> Not used to this. Not used to this, man. I mean, just where you where you know, like it doesn't matter. Like they could put. I mean, Pierce gets hurt. I mean, Pierce is a dog. Don't get me he wrong. He's a dog. He's a dog. Yeah. God give him yeah. his props, but he hurts his shoulder. You know, on a play, boom, they come in out there. They still, still hitting <laughs> with 40-yard hey, plays. Yeah. I, I You know, um, Jay Sean, uh, Jackson, you know, yeah. he's, you know, he's leading the pack with 20 yards uh, and receiving. But, you know, he's got – it's kind of even, you know. Yeah. Now, heck, um, Doak still has eight catches yeah. for 136 yeah. yards. So, that yeah. tells you the balance on his defense. Trey Tucker, you know, yeah. sometimes – player you know he's a, he's more of a uh you know reverse guy or a power swing sweet yeah. guy or you know um but he's got 10 catches you know yeah. so um you know so the tight ends are doing well you know they're blocking and getting open um i, I call us tight end you because we we sent some guys to the league man that's for sure um, you know because we got a we got a i think we got sort of a a big 10 slash pack 10 kind of a flavor on this offense um, and the defense, really, honestly, yeah. in that, um, you know, they, it seems like we're taking a lot of chances, but really, honestly, 
uh, it's play calling and rhythm. You know, you yeah. get folks off balance and you don't get, you know, uh, backed up like we did the last two years, leading the country in, in penalties. Yeah. You're on, you're on an on-time offense, then, then, you know, the talent is going to take over. Clearly, we have talent, you know, yeah. on that team. Not just these transfers. This Vic has done an incredible job of mining the area that, yeah. you know, Cincinnati's in. For sure, man. I mean, just think about it. I mean, today they got a kid from Texas. That might be the first kid I know from Texas that they've gotten. He's four-star, you know, decommitted from Baylor. Throwing that out there. But just how he's done in Ohio, like when Tuberville was here, I mean, those kids weren't even looking, looking to yeah. come, you know? So, like, yeah. now you got – because Ohio State, I mean, we just got to be honest. Ohio State, they're national. So, yeah. when they used yeah. to take 15 to 14 kids from Ohio – they're yeah. only taking six to eight, right? So yeah. Now you got that gap. But then, you know, like the teams like Iowa State, Kentucky, yeah. Michigan State, they were plucking us. They were plucking Ohio like, like you know, it was just low-hanging fruit. And then that's why they kind of got good. And now that Fickle is kind of – he's he's put the, you know, the wall up, per, so to speak, to that – to Ohio. Now, yeah. you know, now you see it, man. They're deep yeah. everywhere. They gotten the best DBs out of Ohio the last two yes. or three years, I want to say. Yes. Um, getting linebacker. I mean, it's getting everywhere, but I mean, it's just they're doing a heck of a job taking care of home. You know, that sounds generic and yeah. But I mean, you see a staff. You know, you saw a staff that didn't do it. And you saw what it ended up trickling down to after the other team. You know, other coaching staffs, players started graduating. You're like, hey, what's going on? Then right, you get to this, and it's like boom. And you yeah. see what's happening. You know, kids getting hurt or having cramps, and then you you still putting their backups and still dominating. Like they dominated <laughs> Memphis with their second and third string in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that so. just shows you, you know, that this, you know, we got a lot of seniors on the offensive side of the ball, mm -hmm. uh, or defensive side of the ball. I'm sorry. Yeah. And um, uh, so there, you know, we're gonna need those guys to step back in. But you know, you go back to Texas. You know, I'm down here in Dallas, and you know. Yep. Uh, Duncanville was ranked number one two years ago. I don't mm -hmm. know where they are this year. I haven't been able to go to any games, but went to a lot of their games. Yeah. And I, I swear to God, man, if, if you line up Corrano or, you know, some of these teams and some of the teams in Cincinnati, yeah. they would they would give them hell and if not yeah. beat them completely because, you know, um, and, and I hang out with a few of the coaches because, you know, I live in DeSoto and Duncanville's right there and we okay. – you know, we, we buy cigars from the same place. We hang out there and smoke a yep. cigar two once a week or so. And um, you know, and and I and they asked me, you know, how come Cincinnati don't send anybody, doesn't send anybody down there? Because yeah, you got your guys that are going to Ohio State, the top guys, just yeah. like you know, in any state. Yeah. But they're guys who are developmental guys who who yeah. you know can can flat out play the game. Um, but they may be rotating with somebody and they end up going to uh, Tennessee, North, uh, Texas, North, Southern or whatever, or, you know, maybe Stan American at, at Houston or um, uh, SMU. Yeah. Um, but they're not getting the, the power. I hate to say the word power five because it's a, it's a hoax. It is. But, it is. You know, like there's a power five teams, but I, I, there's no such thing as a power five conference. I mean, it, it's, you know, and, and I know this because, you know, playing at the next level, you know, you get a guy from Alabama on your team, you expect this guy to be like, <laughs> oh, this guy going to 
And I'm like, this dude couldn't play on my team. He was <laughs> I watched this guy on TV. He could not play on my team. <laughs> I, you know, he, you know, but but anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to, to say, I mean, if you concentrate like he does in an area where there there's good football all the time, mm-hmm. and you get, you know, you get the three star guys who who could be, you know, uh, four star. And they're underrated, or they could be a two-star and overrated. Mm-hmm. But if you continuously do that, and you know, you're, you're going to have guys who are going to be dedicated for the opportunity, and um, and they're going to be good players once they get coached up. And and that's where I think we are. We're in that that mill where, like I said, the Big East days. You know, yeah. we had a lot of stars who were three three-star guys who ended up making um, money and playing ball in the NFL. Because they were too short, or they weren't in the in the, in the big cities or in the right state. Yeah, uh, but they could flat out play the game. Yeah, true, very true. All right, and then now, man, we're gonna tackle the Bearcats ranking and rank number six, the highest since two thousand and nine. Every week it seems to go up. How do you feel about the ranking? Think it's gonna bring too much pressure, or you just feel just about right? But you know, I know with COVID and everything, it's kind of skewed how everything's getting played this year but i mean they've been playing good ball but how do you see where they fit in the pack well i think fick knows that they're probably number 10 or 11 in the country uh, without the pack 10 and the, um um uh, without pack 10 playing and and the big 10 just getting started yeah and that's just that's just uh, i that's a i thing i see if we play balanced football we very well could be number five or, or, or six um, and maybe even number four by the end of the year because they are beating t- good teams soundly. Yeah. However, like Fick said in his press conference, they made a lot of mistakes um, that a really good team would take advantage of. So yeah. we, you know, and it's not going to be a really good team on our schedule. There are going to be some good top 25 teams on yeah. our schedule, you know, in, in league, which, you know, I brag about, you know, we got three or four teams every year in the top 25. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's every, I mean that's just as good as every conference makes up for maybe the SEC. Oh yeah, for and sure. Can sometimes, but um, you know, so I think that physically and gifted wise, I think the Bearcats have an opportunity. Uh, they're good enough to be number six in the country, and um, you know, I think the talent on their team, as long as folks stay, uh, those guys stay healthy. They are. I can. They can be a top ten. I mean, I'm sorry, top seven, top four, top five, and then, you know, and controlling your schedule. You know, if you're at Alabama and you lose to, um, uh, I don't know, Auburn, and yeah. that's on you. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, I think Alabama it would get in over us if they have one loss and we're undefeated. I, I wouldn't. I you know, because that any common sense uh, football person would know that. Head to head, they're gonna have us. They're gonna have an edge. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't know what's gonna happen until you get on the field. But head to head, if it were, it was, if it were a one loss Alabama or a one loss Clemson, and uh, between us, yeah, and them, I, I would, yeah, I would say, I say that we don't get in, or you know, but if it's a one loss Notre Dame, I'm, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Notre Dame for more reasons than one. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, they can't win the big game, you know, no, and it's true. Uh, so I, I would I would go with us, but a one loss Notre Dame and a one loss Cincinnati, you got to go with Notre Dame, just because they're freaking Notre Dame. Yeah, the name, the name of yeah. 
Yeah, and they won't ever play us. Uh, but um, yeah. you know, they're you know they're a good team. They're a good ball club, though. I'm not downing yeah. them. Oh, for but sure. they're, they're a good ball club, but so so is Cincinnati. They're, Cincinnati yeah. is this probably the best team ever, and it's and it, they're sneaky good. And mm. you know, if they go the right way, if they take this momentum the right way as a challenge mm. and for respect, and 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 do their job like they have been doing, um, and not turning the ball over and not uh, you know having too many penalties. Yeah. They're, they can be a, a top four or five team. And that's just just the way the ball bounces, yeah. you know, in terms of losses. Um, I don't see anybody in, down here and, and, you know, I don't see Texas or Texas Tech beating them. I, I, no, no, know, neither. That conference, I, you know, maybe Oklahoma, uh, but maybe not this year because they're not, they're, they're horrible, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so it's just, it's a goofy year. And, you know, it's either going to be, Actually, it's working out good for us, but yeah. if we take advantage of this, man, I mean, it's the sky's the limit. So yeah, for sure, man. I'm not gonna jinx them. And, I don't either. You know. I don't. Yeah, because <laughs> it can go, man. It's like so many possibilities that could happen if they went right. out. Like if they get in the college football playoff, then there's some other stuff I think could happen on the back end, behind the scenes yeah. that could possibly happen if that happens. You yes. got to think about it. the Big Twelve is is drowning yeah. right now. I mean, I don't think they Perfect. can have a team. I don't think they gonna have a team no matter what. Like, oh no, they won't. They won't, they won't even won't. come close. Nah, it's, it's, so it's like Cincinnati is the right. It's like they're right for the pickings. I don't think no conference would get two this year, unless something right. crazy happens. Um, yeah, even the SEC. Think, I don't think they'll get it because it's just they're playing conference, so they got to just be true to that, right? I will hope. Yeah. So they might have a chance to backdoor. That's just super exposure. This staff yeah. is already killing it. Yeah, and I just think some other stuff can can you know come to fruition for that. So I'm on jinx and I'm gonna knock on wood and just keep pushing on that. <laughs> so uh let me squeeze, let me squeeze, XD, XD, let me squeeze.